0: God of the Covenant, you anointed your beloved Son with the power of the Holy Spirit to be the light for the nations and release for captives. Grant that we who are born again of water and the Spirit may proclaim with our lips the good news of his peace and show forth in our lives the victory of his justice. We make our prayer through Jesus Christ, your word made flesh, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. The prophet Isaiah sees the spirit upon the Lord's servant who will proclaim the good news to the poor, freedom to prisoners, and joy to those in sorrow. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, Here is my servant whom I uphold, my chosen in whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the nations. He will not cry out or lift up his voice or make it heard in the street. Bruised reed he will not break and a dimly burning wick he will not quench. He will faithfully bring forth justice. He will not grow faint or be crushed until he has established justice in the earth and the coastlands wait for his teachings. I am the Lord. I have called you in righteousness. I have taken you by hand and kept you. I have given you as a covenant to the people a light to the nations, to open the eyes that are blind, to bring out the prisoners from the dungeon, from the prison those who sit in darkness. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The following portion of a homily by Peter teaches us that God anointed Jesus the Savior with the Holy Spirit and with power. Jesus is Lord of all, and he brought healing to all who were in that grip of the devil. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Peter began to speak I truly understand that God shows no partiality, but in every nation, anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. You know the message he sent to the people of Israel. Preaching peace by Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all. That message spread throughout Judea, beginning in Galilee, after the baptism that John announced. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. How he went about doing good in healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you.
1: And And with with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, Let it be so for now, for it is proper for us in this way to fulfill all righteousness. Then John consented. And when Jesus had been baptized, just as he came up from the water, suddenly the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, the Beloved with whom I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Good morning. Good morning, Jack. In our Gospel today, we hear that Jesus came to the Jordan River to be baptized by John the Baptist. We probably all have <clears throat> seen movies where people are being baptized in a river where the preacher asks a person if they believe in Jesus Christ and then dunks them into the water, baptizing them. It reminded me of a story of a drunk who stumbled upon a baptismal service one Sunday afternoon down by the river. It was down south, back in the day, and this guy walked right down into the water and stood next to the preacher. The minister turned and noticed the old drunk and said, Mr., are you ready to find Jesus? The drunk looked back and said, yes, preacher, I sure am. The minister then dunked the fellow under the water and pulled him right back up. Have you found Jesus? The preacher asked. No, I haven't, said the drunk. The preacher then dunked him under the water a little bit longer, brought him up and said, now, brother, have you found Jesus? No, I haven't, said preacher. The preacher in disgust held the man under the water for at least 30 seconds this time, brought him out of the water and said in a stern tone, friend, have you sure you haven't found Jesus yet? The old drunk wiped his eyes, gasping for a breath and said to the preacher, no preacher, I haven't. Are you sure this is where the guy fell in? Laughter in our gospel today, we listen to an important event, the baptism of Jesus. So important that all four gospel authors found this event so inspiring and so important that they included it in their gospel. Jesus' baptism is the inauguration of his ministry. It was his coming out party, his grand opening, so to speak, At his baptism, Jesus was anointed by the Holy Spirit and empowered to begin his mission. And at our baptism, we are anointed and empowered by that same Spirit. Jesus was baptized to lead us and to reveal to us who he is and who we are to become through our baptism. Last week in his homily, Father Charlie gave plenty of examples of how we can live our baptism from the ministries we do here within our church walls to the ministries we also do outside of them. And yet it is sometimes ironic that for most of us as Catholics, the day of our baptism is not something that we remember. Most of us were infants when we were baptized. Our parents brought us to church. Usually we were dressed up in some special white baptismal garment and almost always lots of pictures were taken. They took pictures of us with our godparents. They took pictures of us with our grandparents. They took pictures of us with the priest or deacon who baptized us. We may not remember that actual event ourselves, but thanks to Kodak and Polaroid and Nikon, and now the cameras on our phones, we've got pictures to prove the event took place. Those pictures make our baptism that much more real for us, especially for those of us who can't remember that far back. And yet, how important it is for all of us to remember our baptism. That's a big part of this feast day today and for every day. Today we celebrate Jesus' baptism and the beginning of his public ministry. But today demands that we also remember our own baptism and the beginning of our own walk with Christ. When you come into the sanctuary, you dip your hands into the baptismal font. What you are doing, you are renewing your baptismal promise when you say, In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Today then begins a perfect day for you to get out those pictures of everyone's baptisms. Watch the old video or those old movies. Dig out your baptismal candles. Talk to your parents, your children, or your godparents today about your baptism. And speaking about godparents, with a show of hands, how many of us are godparents? Look around. That's half the church. So to you godparents... You should strive to be the best godparent you can be for your godchild. You were selected by the baby's parents to be there to assist them to help their children grow spiritually closer to God. Pray for your godchild. Don't be a stranger to them. Don't miss the opportunity to truly be a godparent in your godchild's whole life, not just at their baptism. Be a good example for them. Remember that your first responsibility is to lead them to God through whatever means you can offer. Call them on the phone. Visit with them. Send them a card. Tell them some stories. Support them. And especially pray for them. God's children are gifts to us and should not be forgotten. So don't disappear from their life. And parents, we too have a responsibility, the ultimate responsibility, to not only teach our children the necessities and how to survive in this secular world, but we also are responsible to teach our children about Jesus Christ, about their prayers, about their faith. And it all started when you brought them in for baptism. When I teach our baptism class, I encourage parents that on the anniversary of their child's baptism to bake a cake, to bring that baptismal candle out of the drawer you stuck it in, and celebrate their children's baptism, teaching them why they had them baptized. Joan Wagner, who is now heading our baptism class, shared that when she and her husband, A.J., were going to have their daughter baptized, their pastor asked them to write a letter to their daughter, explaining why they were having her baptized. Joan and A.J. shared that they did this for both of their children, and then shared that letter with each daughter when they were being confirmed. Joan and A.J. permitted me to share with you some of their thoughts from those letters. They wrote, Today we have had you baptized. We have dedicated you to the Christian community and to the teachings of Christ. At this point in time, it is silly to assume that you believe in anything, yet we have committed you to beliefs, our beliefs in God, a belief in Jesus Christ, a belief in the resurrection, a belief in reconciliation, and a belief in the holy, catholic, and apostolic church. In order for the love from which you were created to grow, we must begin to nourish you now. Just as we meet your physical needs with a bottle, we must find a receptacle from which we can feed you spiritually. One which encourages your love, our love, and a love for God. And that receptacle is our church community. Personally, I thought, what a powerful testimony for their daughters so that they could one day reflect on why mom and dad had them baptized. As we recall the baptism of Christ and its significance for our own baptism, let us strive every day to be that new creation to embrace our commitment to our baptism and all that it entails and to support and welcome those will come to the sacrament of baptism in our community and may we live as our baptism right puts it so plainly but so beautifully this is our faith this is the faith of the church we are proud to profess it in Christ Jesus our Lord may we bear witness to our baptism with our lives not just with our words May we live out our faith every day and may we put into action Jesus' good news by the way that we care and get involved so that one day we too will hear God tell us, you are my beloved son or daughter in whom I am well pleased.
0: Thanks for listening to this week's service. For more information about our church, including upcoming events, please visit us online at goodshepherd-sc.org.